So we're driving through the lovely, um, what do you think so far of, of England? Oh, it's beautiful. We've, we've just touched down in Bristol, making our way to Bath for the ex-weddings conference. Yep. Um, ex-weddings, meaning Fuji X-series weddings. Is it, um, is it really? Well, that's definitely where the ex-weddings comes from, without yeah. a doubt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. Um, so you're an ex-wedding shooter, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. With your Sony gear? Yeah. I'm going to out you in front of the class. Oh, I knew. I knew you'd do I'm like, oh, knew. Paul, like, Paul, he, Paul, he doesn't have a, Paul, a Fuji at a wedding. Paul doesn't shoot Fujis at weddings, Kevin. I do sometimes, so when I bring my X100. You don't bring your X100 to weddings. I do. You don't. I do. Uh, I ask you all the time. Yeah, I don't really bring it. I just it. don't use it. Uh, what's, what's, that's like saying, oh, sure. <laughs> God, you're awful grumpy. No it, bullshit, it was man. an early flight today, so Dave is a little bit grumpy. Oh, just yeah. a little bit grumpy. You should try travelling with Paul in a car. He starts messing with all the dials. I love starts programming in his starts programming in his phone before you've had a chance yeah, as the driver. And everybody knows the, the driver pilot. is gets priority. No, they don't. You're ah. driving. I'm the I'm the co-pilot. The driver gets priority get to, when it comes to like phone Bluetooth connection. Tough. That's ridiculous. What do you think of this little village? This is lovely, isn't this it? Is Look at all the little houses. We should stop here for a coffee. Let's stop at every village for oh, a coffee. No, go. we should stop for tea and buns. Wave at them. Tea and muffin. Tea and English crumpets. Oh, that'd be nice. I love an English crumpet. Well, there's another. Beep, 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 you can beep, be my English beep, beep. crumpet. You're supposed to wave at the Fiat when you pass them. The oh, was Fiat that? owners. Bloody hell, that's a... Jeez, I nearly lost my excess there. <laughs> no, you nearly got your excess there. So where are we going, Dave? Tell us all about this. Well, we're we're heading to Bath. We're heading to Bath for X Weddings Conference, which has been organised by Kevin Mullins, mm-hmm. Fujifilm ambassador. And um, yeah, it's kind of I guess it's a conference that's aimed at documentary style weddings. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it seems to be they're all very. It do- seems to be all the speakers. Documentary. Well, yeah. yeah. All the speakers seem to be quite documentary. So Kevin Mullins is speaking. York Place Studios are speaking. And a bunch of other people are speaking. Yeah. Um, which we will uh, report on. Report on as as this week, uh, as these few days continue. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. <laughs> as it progresses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's too cold now. I'm going to whack it down to one. It's just it's blowing right in my chest. Mean? I'm getting See my nipples mean? are going all hard. <laughs> That's not from the cold air. Um. So yeah, what are you looking forward to? Um. I'm looking forward the Roman to baths. the Roman baths and uh, the coffee. But um, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, York Place and um, Kevin. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. And and all like, I, qu- I quite like this style of workshop when you sit down, and you listen to people talk about their work and their yeah. their approach. Well, at least that's 
that's kind of what I assume it's yeah. about. Like, to be honest, we both don't so, really know a whole lot about yeah, it. Yeah, and that's good. Though, we don't right? know how many people are going to be at it. No idea. We don't know I if it's... Like, I, I kind of, in a way, a big part of me hopes there's quite a lot of people. I hope it's not, like, ten people, because... Then it might be one of those workshops where they go, okay, everybody, we're going to do a brief round of introductions. Just tell us a bit about yourself, how long you've been shooting weddings, and um, you know, know, introduce yourself to the... Cool uh, to just completely lie, just completely make Hi, it my name is uh, Fer Yawaristi. <laughs> um, I, I am a, Jonas Peterson. I am a, a photographer from Mexico. You probably can't tell from my accent, but I am completely and utterly Mexican. Um, it explains my good looks. There's asparagus in there, Paul. Hey dude. Hey man, how's We're it going? Here. We're yeah, here. yeah. You excited? Good. I'm uh, excited and interested. What about you? I'm ex- I'm excited and also interested, Paul. Are you hungover? No. Oh, good. Me no, either. No, not We're the very slightest. sensible these days, aren't we? I know. I was back in bed by 11:40. Wow. What time did you go to bed at? Um, at 2 a.m. I was up clubbing. Were you partying? Mm, I went to bed about half ten. Did you go to the strip joint? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how's it going? Uh, we're here. Where are we? We're at, well, I'm, we're sitting here on the third row. Can't be too eager. No. We're sitting on the third row out of uh, how many rows? One, two, three, four. Out of seven rows. So we're slightly closer to the front than we are to the back. Yeah. Um, There's quite a lot of people here quite as a lot well. of people. Um, we're at the uh, X Weddings Conference. It's June the something or other. What 12th. Day? June 12th. Tuesday, June 12th. We're in Bath in the UK for the X Weddings Conference hosted by Kevin Mullins yeah. renowned Fujifilm ambassador and shooter photographer awesome. so yeah it's going like to be good there's a room in there with it Fuji does. equipment I think in there is um, we might end up with a new camera today no I won't unless they're giving them away mm. and then That'd I go nice. oh thanks very much that's, maybe it's a competition it's great have you looked in your goodie bag maybe there's a camera in the goodie bag let's have a look at the goodie bag actually. have a look in the goodie bag come so we walked well, in this morning. Yeah. Registration consisted of. Who are you? Gre- oh, there's your goodie bag. Greeted by Kevin Mullins. Kevin himself. Yeah, very oh, nice. nice. Very nice. Very, what a personal touch. So you We're get a little writing pad. Oh, okay. lovely. What else is in yours there? Oh, and look, do you have you seen that your writing pad has been initialed? DMC. Ah, what's yours say? Yours is Dave McClellan. What does yours say? PM. PM, Prime Minister. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes, Prime Minister. And uh, there's some sweeties. What else, Dave? <coughs> Bless you. There's a lovely cup. cup. Fuji X cups filled man. with sweets. The cup is one of the best things here. Well done on the cup. That is lovely. Now I have a Canon cup and a Fuji cup. Oh, you're sorted. Any Nikon cup you had ever in no, your day? No, no Nikon cups. They don't do Hard cups. to come by. Paul and I uh, started our day by going to a place called the Boston Tea Party oh here in Bath, God. which I have to say, if you're ever in Bath, you got to go to the Boston Tea Party. you it's got to go. It's incredible. The food was just amazing. You were saying that it was probably the best Eggs Benedict you've ever had in your life. Probably. And Certainly up there. Yeah, and uh, not only that, but they're also trying to change the world with their eco-cups. So you, yes. you can't, they do takeaway coffee, but they don't do takeaway coffees. You have to literally buy a cup, a reusable cup. <laughs> And uh, so here we are with our, with our fancy e-coffee cups. Two of them. 
Um, anyway, will we leave it at the coffee cups? Because you look like you're a bit dumbfounded by my was, last statement. I was a bit dumbfounded by that. You need to drink more coffee. I need to drink more coffee. And we'll come back after a couple of the speakers and we'll, we'll talk about that. We will. We will. All right. All right. Good luck. Later. Bye. mostly for the audio, the filming, um, just being a great guy and um, a really good friend for me. And then later on we have uh, Your Play Studios, which uh, Dom and Liam are at the back. Um, and I think most of you would have known about them. Um, uh, <laughs> um, and um, then we have Fukundo. Where's Fukundo? Here he is. Fukundo has Hi. come all the way over from um, Argentina. Uh, bless him, 22 hours on an airplane. Um, and we have Patrick. I don't think Patrick has managed to get over his jet lag yet, so he's not in the room. Uh, Patrick LaRocca will be before Fukundo. So all of that is, go we've got that to go through. Um, tonight, um, we will, if you are around, I'll go through this again later if you wish. Um, we will. Hi Dave. Hey man, how's it going? Not too bad, what's the crack? Well, we're on the break. We are, we're on the... We're it's on actually, the point it's actually, it's actually, we're running dangerously close to being called in for part three. Part three? It's gone very quiet all of a sudden. It's gone very quiet. The last thing I want is to have to do the embarrassing walk of shame into the room. Right, like like being the last person on the plane. What have you enjoyed so far? Um, well, so far we've heard from Kevin Mullins, mm -hmm. um, Marianne Chow, 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 Chow. Yeah. We can re-edit that at the end. Yeah. We can put in a little, and uh, Neil James, yeah. and all three of them have been uh, excellent. excellent. All yeah. different, all different kind of approaches. Um, different things to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, really what, what, so, what have you enjoyed? I've enjoyed them all. Yeah, I've enjoyed it as well. I like Marianne's kind of real, you know, branding, kind of finding the right client approach was really good, really interesting. But all three of them had different, I suppose, Neil's was approaches. all about his little, his sound stories. Yeah. Um, which was quite new, I'd never really no. thought of that as being an option before, yeah. or like as being a an thing. idea. Yeah. yeah, so that was really, that was a nice idea. And yeah, Marianne's was very good all about her, about kind of how you brand yourself and how you appeal to the kind of to clients the type you want. Of client she's looking for, yeah. Which is one of those things that everybody kind of goes, oh yeah, it's <clears> nice, you know, you have to find the right client for you. But not a lot of people really, I suppose, well, maybe in talks or workshops that I've seen anyway, haven't really explained how you maybe go about that. Go but I thought she went, she went about it very well. Yeah, and she certainly does it from a not only from a, a meeting and a photo point of view, but also from how her website is built yes. and how she approaches that. Yeah, and her thing. wording yeah. and everything. So Absolutely, yeah, I thought that yeah. was I thought that was very good. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've enjoyed cool. I've enjoyed them all. Cool. Yeah, they've been very great. Um, so I wonder who's up next. I don't know. We should go and see. I'm yeah, we should go later. and see. We should right. go and see. Let's go. Bye.
recording. This is quite a jaunty pose okay. I've got here going on. Mind the table. Sorry. So we're here with, what it's like. with Laura Bab. Hi. Hi Laura. Hi, how are you? Okay. And Laura is a photographer in her own right. I am. But also the Queen creator. of Workshops. Oh god. <laughs> is that a great name yeah. for leaving this one going to another one? Yeah. 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 And the Queen of Taking and Giving Workshops, is that it? Giving workshops. Take it and give it. I take it and I give it. This is a family programme. I didn't say anything. That's your imagination that's running away with you, Paul. Typical. So hi, Laura. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. Yeah, we've had a good day at the ex-weddings conference here in Bath, which is where I live. Yes. Oh, do you live here? I do live here, yeah. So I woke up really late this morning and just like trotted over here. Five minute walk in that direction. Yeah. Do you know I got engaged in the circus? Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's romantic. I mean, it's in a roundabout, like, but... Yeah, it is a roundabout. It is a roundabout, but it's a nice roundabout. It's, it's one of the better ones, it for is, sure. It is, for sure, yeah. yeah. I made a joke about Why that in my wedding. Why are you crouching down like that? Because I'm trying... You told me to dip down no, close I to the mic. No, I just mean, like, lean into oh, it. You well, don't have to look like it. Lean into... Lunge into no, the like podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, this is actually easier. Okay, well, then do that. Yeah, as do long as I don't get it. That's your technique. So, do you shoot many weddings in Bath? Um, no. no. So I've lived here for two years now and I have been sort of transitioning from the London market. So I still don't really shoot much around here. Okay. Um, I'd say about a quarter of my weddings are in the southwest this year and the rest are all over the place. Okay. So, But this weekend I've got a wedding that I can drive to within 45 minutes and I'm quite excited because I get to wake up in my own bed and go to bed in my own bed. Nice. So, yeah. And what, so your business is normally in London, is it? Um, so a, another probably like a third are in, are in London and mm. then the rest are all over the UK why is that because you live there um, so yeah I lived in London for 10 years um, but I've always kind of marketed my business quite um, widely and um, yeah picked up weddings all over okay. ah, yeah. cool. so there is room for a, a new bath photographer yeah. We, we had a chat. We like, did. where would I live? Where would and you I said, live? I'd live in Bath. Yeah, Bath's awesome. Oh, it's a beautiful place. But is there, enough, like... is there enough couples um, I don't know. Like, I rank fairly highly for Bath Wedding Photographer on Google. Damn and it. Well, that's a referral right I there. I don't <laughs> book loads of... Yeah, Bath Wedding Photographer, badphoto.com. Yeah. Um, I don't book loads of weddings here. Um, and the venues here are quite traditional, I guess, and oh, okay. I tend to shoot w- weddings for clients that aren't that traditional. Okay. Yeah. So I do the odd one. Like, I shot at the Roman Baths, which was pretty oh, that's cool. exciting. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, so they, when you shoot at the Roman Baths, they take you down to set up after the bars have closed, and they just leave you down there, so you oh, have the whole amazing. Roman to yourself awesome. sell for about 10 minutes and I was amazing. a bit scared I'd see like the ghost of a Roman centaur walk past or... that would be good to photograph yeah, yeah. absolutely do they appear <laughs> when they're photographed or just I don't know just like an orb in the no, background mm, exactly <laughs> tell so, us about Snap though so you, you run Snap yeah so I run Snap which is a five day photography festival slash retreat slash conference slash party okay um, we have kind of speakers from all around the world um, like Cool. So last year, gosh, I can't even remember who did we even have. They're all so forgetful. Yeah, so we've had mm. Sam Heard. Um, last year we had Kristen Kalp, who okay. is amazing at talking about marketing. Um, we've had people like Jude Alakija, um, Candice uh, Cusack. Um, we've had Kevin Mullins, who's um, organised wow. the event today. Okay. Uh, we've had White Smoke Studios from Poland. Uh, we've had. 
um, Dylan and Sarah, oh, yeah. uh, Andrea Lindquist. Okay, um, sure. she's great. Yeah, she's, she's really not a good great. marketing, really, really yeah. good speaker. Mm. Um, and then, so is it is it is it sorry is Snap like a marketing thing or a business thing or is it? It's a, a real mixture. So one of our big things has always been that we have at least one or two speakers that are literally nothing to do with photography at all. Okay. Um, so we opened this year with a an artist called Kathy Haynes, and she did a workshop about creativity and unlearning everything that you know about creativity. Okay. Um, so that's always quite important to kind of set the tone for the event. Yeah. Uh, we have quite a lot of business content as well as kind of content about shooting mm-hmm. um, we have live shoots style shoots um, but one of the things that kind of makes us really unique I think is that we focus really heavily on learning outcomes as opposed to kind of big names so okay. it has evolved over the years and now when we ask people whether they'd be interested in joining us to speak they have to submit quite a comprehensive pitch to tell us what learning outcomes they'll be delivering and how they'll deliver them very good yeah so we're all about education good. really and also the community as so well. it's not just the big names the rock stars or whatever definitely about- not any more. So probably if you looked at last year's lineup, you wouldn't necessarily see any rock stars on there. Um, so we always do have like one or two people that are Big quite well though. known. Um, but other people um, are kind of recruited because we know they're really, really amazing educators. They're making really strong work. Mm-hmm. They're plugging away at things in their own market and killing it. Um, and we also promote quite a lot of speakers from within our own community as well. Yeah. So yeah, we have what we call Snap's Got Talent, where we get together every autumn and people from within our own community have an opportunity to pitch for a speaking slot. Cool. Okay. That is brilliant. Cool. Yeah. Really like it, so, yeah. are you just in a, a constant state of feeling pumped then? Because uh, <laughs> most people after true. a workshop, they were like, oh, it's uh, "It does. Wait, it does pump you though. It does. What lens? That was a twenty-three mil. I'm gonna go and buy that lens. Five of them. I need five yeah. twenty-three yeah, mil. Exactly. <laughs> that's me. And uh, yeah, you, but you're always like, "Oh, yeah, that was really good. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that." So, are you like five days is intense? So, snap this year. I didn't go to any of the workshops. Did you not? No. So basically, because I'm in admin mode and looking after everyone mode and making sure that right. attendees have paid money to be there, yeah. are getting everything they possibly can out. I don't really have a lot of brain space for education. Sit in there and watch them. How many people do you normally have at Snap? Um, So this year um, it was about 95. Oh, wow. Um, Last year it was a little bit bigger. Um, I think we had like 120. We made it intentionally a little bit smaller this year. Um, And then next year it's going to be probably around 90. Right, that's that's the magic number. Um, It's nice to have it slightly smaller because people get to know lots of different people. Um, So what we really try to do is kind of be really friendly, welcoming, inclusive and make sure that everyone feels comfortable. Um, and we do quite a few different things to make that happen. So we have a buddy scheme for new people where they're paired up with someone that's been that's before. Cool. Oh, that's um, nice. And they have dinner together on the first night and they can check in with their buddy every day so that if they're feeling a bit overwhelmed or intimidated, there's someone they can speak to. Um, we have a welfare officer that kind of looks after everybody and checks in with all of the buddies. Um, we've got like a community manifesto um, that kind of dictates how we want our community to conduct themselves. Um, and as a result of kind of all of that stuff, our community is a really welcoming and friendly place. Wow, that's so, a really unique it is. approach, yeah. I, I would imagine. For it's been quite special. Like... And one of our um, attendees this year um, has fairly recently, and I hope they won't mind me saying this, and I obviously won't identify them, but they've been fairly recently diagnosed with autism, um, and they said that it's kind of one of the few times in their life that they ever felt completely welcome and accepted, wow, and that was really kind of special. Really nice. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. A tiny bit. Just yeah. a tiny bit. Quite a lot, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> like... Making sure everyone has the best possible experience is really important to us. Wow, that's brilliant. 
everybody because yeah. I don't get to go to any of the workshops. So is that why you're here? Because you don't get to go to any of the workshops? So I um, personally spend quite a lot of money on education every year um, to kind of um, grow my business, develop, um, keep fresh, keep learning. Um, and for me, it's always been quite a big budget priority in my business. Okay. Um, so I'm going to like a few other things this year, um, including the workshop I'm going to later in the week, which is the Institute of Leadership and Management. And I'm going along to kind of um, talk, learn about education standards to kind of implement the SNAP. Um, then I'm going to another conference later this month that's nothing to do with wedding photography at all. Um, and then obviously I'm here It's today. on videography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Break into that market. It's called the Do Lectures, actually. And it's a bit like SNAP, but it's um, like speakers across all sorts of different creative fields. So I'm basically going on a scouting mission to see if there's anyone that might be good to speak to about speaking at SNAP cool. next year. Wow, brilliant. Yeah. That's amazing. You're speaking at a workshop. Paul, you'd be, you'd be a good speaker. No. What are you speaking about, Paul? Paul's speaking at a workshop I'm, later this year. I'm not I'm not at liberty to say it right oh, now. Okay. No, I am. I just don't know what I'm going to speak about. <laughs> Which, work, actually, Which workshop it, is it's it? It's called Learning to Fly. David oh, spoke yeah, at it as well. Someone was telling me about that Dundee earlier. God. Yeah. When? It's lovely. Actually, it's In a bit retreat-based. Okay, yeah, so it's a bit closer to yours than because Donegal's most. my favourite, you know. You should go. I oh, you should love there it. Yeah, so well. I've shot a couple of weddings up in Donegal. Yeah, and I love. I just love the landscape up you there. Should go. Oh my god, it's unreal. There's it's no unreal. drinking whatsoever. No, in, a, in an Irish no, wedding, no, I've no, heard that. Yeah, yeah. 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 at an Irish yeah. workshop, there's no drinking. Actually. <laughs> Sorry, oh, no, I, it's got the opposite. That, I got that wrong. You got that only it's, drinking. It's, up, it's yeah, the opposite. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, That's what the workshop's about. How yeah. to be better at drinking. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. How to shoot a wedding drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How to get those free champagnes. What did you think um, of today? Oh yeah, it was really, really good. Yeah. So um, Patrick, what's his surname? Laroque. Laroque. Have I forgotten already? Laroque. Patrick Laroque. Um, let's start that sentence again. <laughs> no <laughs> do editing, you do that no. or is it straight through? Okay. You're, this so, is the raw Sorry, podcast. Patrick, it's I love raw. you. It's raw. Sorry, Unedited. Patrick, I love you. Okay. Apart from bits that we mess up. He's there. there he is. Um, Patrick Laroque was amazing, wasn't totally. he? So I'd never really heard he of him away, at all yeah. before. Um, and within three minutes of him starting to speak, I was just kind of wrapped in my have him. Yeah, I was like, well, not in the biblical sense. No, I uh, that's not what I meant. I mean, at snap. You went, I have to have him. He must be mine. Um, and my husband was It was next the Vogue headset that did it for me. It was, yeah. yeah. When, you mean, were, when you were talking to him, going, you will be mine. He was dressed like Madonna. Yeah. Um, so he was really, really brilliant. Um, I loved listening to Marianne's talk. Um, yeah, she's a really great. good friend of mine. Yes. So that was great. Oh, you're off. I'm off for babysitting duties. Oh, my gosh. Don't even get to come to Oh. Um, this is Kevin Mullins' wife. Yeah, come on, say hello. Say hello. Come on, say hello, yeah. Kevin Mullins' wife. Podcasting at the moment. <laughs> That's okay. Be involved. Be involved. I only came over really to get a free ticket to Snap. <laughs> <laughs> Done. What Done. Could I do? I could do so washing up or something. Yeah. <laughs> you could do a tour. Pitch a tour. Yeah, yeah, you need to talk with me. What is it like living with Kevin? <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> 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 photographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, you're lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you, Jenna. All the best. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, yes. Marianne was awesome. She's yes. a really good friend of mine, um, and I love her branding and her. Yes, kind of she's very good at that. Yeah. Um, I really, really loved the. Con- 
Sourdough. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was um, just really funny and engaging. His and video was very funny. His message about you're not a fucking rock star, you're yeah. just a wedding not photographer. Um, it's true. Which Wake I think is important for yeah. people to remember. Yeah. yeah, it's all been really, really good. Neil James, his video staff, York yeah. Face and their documentary yes. staff. So um, I think Kevin. everyone was great, weren't they? Oh, yeah, there was no one that wasn't brilliant. So yeah, yeah that was nice. Brilliant. Yeah, right. great. Okay. Um, so so after so you're off to this other workshop and then just back to wedding photography and so I've got a wedding on Saturday in Somerset very nice um, and then I've got a couple of weeks off and I'm going to Iceland oh photographer God. cliche nobody's uh, ever been to Iceland you know what there's a really good uh, waterfall, waterfall in Iceland yeah. just one yeah there's only, there's only <laughs> one and, um, and there's an airplane that's crashed somewhere I'm not going there uh, yeah. No. Yeah. I feel like I've seen that enough that. in pictures it'd be great to go to that airplane and just point your camera in a different direction and not even notice it yeah <laughs> just no. photograph of Patrick Brown next to Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going with someone that's been quite a few times, so she's taken me to all the bits that aren't so touristy. But oh, do you know, I'm looking forward to the hot springs most of all. Yeah. I want to go oh, swimming yeah. outdoors. Are you working there then? No, no, I'm just going for a little, you know, Lovely. mid-season jaunt. Lovely. Trying nice. to work out if I can tax deduct it. Probably not if I'm not working there. Oh, you're training. Just just, <clears throat> just get one shot of a, another bride and groom. There's a row yes. of them at the waterfall, a row of bride oh, and grooms. Well, that you know, would be an awesome documentary you know, shot, genu- wouldn't it? Genuinely, my mate, who's not a wedding photographer, he's an architect. Him and his him and his wife, this is Killian and Ash, yeah. they went to um, Iceland on a holiday and he goes, We were at that waterfall and there was a queue of photographers with brides and grooms oh my God. waiting. Well, I might go to that waterfall just for that queue. That's the shot. That is the shot. Yeah, I mean that that would be awesome. Yeah. It would be awesome, yeah. So there you go, you can you, Thank you, can, you, good you can have that. You're welcome, yeah. you're welcome. I'm not going there anytime soon. I actually was at a wedding. Uh, like a, a regular Irish church wedding in, 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 in Wicklow. Oh, one of the one of the best regular yeah. weddings there was. And um, there was a woman with an Iceland a bag, an Iceland bag, a bag from Iceland, <laughs> like the supermarket. Yeah. And I remember. I keep joking. That was my shot. Someone should do a style shoot in Iceland. Yeah, and that was like my. I finally got an Iceland wedding. Of cocktail sausages <laughs> yeah. and yeah, Brilliant. why not? Perfect. Get a bride in the freezer. Yeah, that's it. That's, not that's it. Hashtag the absolute living shit out of it as well. <laughs> Get all the tags. Get all the tags in there. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. Well, here, okay. Thanks so much. Thanks a million, Laura. Oh, you're welcome. You're such a great lovely speaker. Thanks for you. having me. You should do a workshop. I do occasionally, oh, yeah. yeah. We'll so snapphotofestival.com. Yeah, where can we hear out more about you? So, uh, so babphoto.com is my wedding photography website. Bab. Okay. B-A-B-B-P-H-O-T-O.com. Brilliant. Okay. Snapphotofestival.com. Um, and then I'm on Instagram as B is for Bab. B is for Bab. Yeah. Nice. That's good. That's a good username. That's Thank me. you very much for talking to us. Thank you for having You're me. You're awesome. Thanks a lot. Right. Should we Brilliant. do a cheers? Yeah, we'll just cheers. 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 This is our first al- alcoholic uh, interview. Oh, you've done a this load. You did a load in, in, in Ireland. Oh, this is Ribena. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I'm not going to break. What a finish. Good morning. Hey, man. It's the day after. Oh, it is. It's the morning after the night. Oh, yeah, the morning after the night before, yeah. How's the head? It's good. I'm fine. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a crazy night. No. It wasn't a crazy night. It wasn't. Once we left the club. <laughs> yeah. Once we left the club and went to the speakeasy, it was, it was, it was fine. It was fine. From, it was gravy from there. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. What kind of gravy? Drinking pints of muck. Yeah. No, it wasn't that late. No, let's not let's not pretend. Let's not let's not pretend, pretend that we're cool. Animals. No, we're not. We're old. <laughs> so um, we're in bed at nine. What's your plans for today now? Here we are in Bath with a yeah. whole day to kill for our flights we'll later. Do some 
photography more probably more than likely I was saying to you yesterday that I think you and I should uh, part ways today yeah no, I know no offence well I I'll be it, honest with you I did take a little bit of offence by it well there was just there was a, there was a I know when you're trying to get rid of me you're better off just saying Paul you know fuck off for a few hours there was a slight you know what I feel like we look like right now what I feel like we look like um, we let that bus pass what do you feel we look like I feel that we look like um, Griff Reese. Is it what do you call him? Not, not Griff Reese. He's the singer. What do you call um, Smith and Jones? What do you remember the two comedians? Yeah. When they used to do the table, used to do the table talk. It, yeah. I feel like that's what we look it's, like. It's good from it's a distance. Not a bad to look. It's not a great look, in fairness. Okay. So yeah, man, I tell you what, this is one hell of a good breakfast. We're currently at the Boston oh Tea my Party, God. and if you're ever in Bath, you need to go to the Boston Tea Party on. Whatever street this so is. Close at Kingsmead Square. Kingsmead Square. My God. So good. I'm currently eating the cornbread with guacamole, spicy jalapeno salsa, mm. side of bacon, egg. Oh mm. my God. What are you having? I'm having the chorizo hash. So it's. I don't know what this is. It's kind of like a. Man, you should taste this. It's a keto, man. It's like a chorizo. Um, it's like a chorizo kind of hash with spinach, mushrooms, tomatoes, and then two poached eggs on top. And it would have been a side of bacon if you had to get the order right. Well, at least you get fresh bacon now. Yeah, it'd be nice. I'll be full by then, though. It'll probably ruin it for me, if I'm honest. Anyway, we'll, uh, it looks we'll come like back after we. Uh, you know what your two eggs look like there? <laughs> we'll come back after we eat our, our breakfast. Bye. Bye. Okay, so this is D- myself, Dave, and Paul. And Paul. And we're here with Peter. Hi. Peter, what's your full name? Peter Kasbergen. Peter Kasbergen. And you're from? Holland. And you've come all the way to Bath just for this ex-weddings conference? Yes, I have. Okay, cool. Well, what did you make of it? I thought it was excellent. Uh, good variation of speakers, a nice atmosphere, a good location. So, yeah, yeah wonderful. Place around here. Bath is the perfect place for, for street photography afterwards it as is, well. Yeah. You did some street photography today? Yeah, just a little. Just walked around, followed the river, round and then back through the centre. So. Oh, nice. Nice. So, you came all the way to Bath purely for the conference. There wasn't anything else on your agenda or anything like that? No, no, that's no. it. Yeah. Okay. And what, what was it that, that made you think to yourself, yeah, it's the ex-weddings conference I want to go to? Was there some particular draw? Um, I guess not really. I mean, I didn't really know any of the speakers uh, right, any of them. very well beforehand. No, right, right. No, it's just uh, I've been a member of the uh, Fuji X uh, Weddings Facebook group for uh, a while and been actively contributing. Mm-hmm. And when Kevin announced that he would be doing something like this, I thought, well, that may be a nice opportunity to meet some people and yeah, yeah, have some so you inspiration. Knew Kevin anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, well, knew. Uh, uh, I, well, I met him at Photokina two years ago oh. when he did his uh, talk there. Oh, very good. And then uh, we shook hands and talked a little, but uh, that was it. I mean, I don't know him personally. Right, no. right. Um, in hindsight now, after watching the talks, and was there anything that stood out to you in particular as being a, like a real strong takeaway? Like, oh, this is great, I must concentrate on that? Or um, I guess the biggest thing to me that there was maybe... Uh, like underlying in all the uh, the talks was the, the just just be just be me just be you. Uh, so uh, don't try to uh, like 
pretend you're something else. Mm. Just, you just have to follow what you want to do, and there will be customers for that, and there will be people that like it. And, yeah. What what do you do? Like, do you mainly shoot weddings then in Holland? I do uh, I do weddings and portrait photography. Okay. So uh, always people, never uh, landscapes or, or, or products or something. Right. So uh, weddings, uh, corporate events, corporate headshots, uh, family photo shoots, uh, beauty shoot, shoots, stuff ah. like that. What way do you shoot weddings then normally? Would you shoot in a documentary kind of style, or would this influence uh, you to change I, that? Like, uh, yes, I do. Uh, even though I always have, there's always one moment during the day where we have like sort of a formal portrait yeah. session. Yeah. Uh, like an hour, an hour and a half. Okay. But the rest is documentary. Right. Okay. Oh, very good, yeah. Um, and you're primarily a Fuji shooter, but you're now shooting with the A7 III as well. Uh, I, I, I have been Fuji, Fuji shooter for, I, I guess, four years, maybe even a bit longer. Okay, wow. I uh, started doing weddings. Uh, I, I actually. The first Fuji I bought was an X100, and that's like the gateway drug. It is, isn't it? Everybody it is. says sucks that. everybody in. It is, it is. It's, it was wonderful, and then uh, I thought, well, if, uh, if if I can use it for for professional purposes uh, or any type of mirrorless camera, uh, then that would be great. And then uh, I got myself an X Pro One, which was still a bit too slow to my taste yeah, for, yeah. for weddings. When the XT one came out, I just exchanged my X Pro one and bought two XT ones, and yeah. and then the rest is history. Did you ever have the X Pro two? I, d I did. I actually, uh, when when the X Pro two came out, I bought that, sold one of my XT ones, and then uh, I ended up with an X Pro two and an XT two in the end. Okay. Uh, but I uh, I noticed that uh, just having different controls on different cameras, the X Pro two is, 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 well, is different, you? and uh, I. I, I, I in the end, I found the XT2 just a little bit more flexible. Right. I mean, I I, I love the X Pro 2 more, just as a camera. It's just I know it's nice weird to hold it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but the XT2 for as a professional tool is uh, is a little more flexible. So I straight I did a straight swap with somebody. I, th I think it was from Ireland. Even. Oh really? Uh, oh. And uh, uh, he sent me his XT2. I sent him my X Pro 2. At so the I same with, time. Yes. Like just on sort the bridge. Like, yes. Very, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very trustworthy. Yeah, but Start I mean, walking. I found I found him through the the, the Fuji X Weddings Group. Oh, so okay. I mean, yeah. You could have hunted him down, and you could have yeah, got him. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, going to mess you. Or her. Uh, or her. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, he said he was a he, but oh, you well. never know, right? Yeah, that yeah. could have been one of the like kind of the you know things to just throw you Disguise. off the scent. Yeah. 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 No, but it it worked out. So I. I now have two XT2s, but um, as, as uh, you said, uh, I'm dabbling around with the Sony, the Sony, Sony right. now. Yeah. yeah, how do you find it so far? I love it. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, there's, there's several aspects of it that I, I really like, and, and, and one of the main reasons for me to try it out was like the, 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 the amazing uh, face and eye detection, uh, detection and autofocus. It is, yeah, it's pretty cool, yeah. It's like I, yeah, like I was saying yesterday, uh, it, it seems to think like I think. So if there's a face, it grabs the face, and if there's, uh, yeah, and and even for weddings, you can you can you can record faces and prioritize them. Yeah, it's, that is pretty cool. It's cool. That's yeah. unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, it's all good until one of your former brides appears at another person's wedding, <laughs> and then it keeps taking pictures of the former bride rather than the current bride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess there's ways around that. So. Um, how long have you been shooting weddings, then, Peter? Um, I always have to think, but uh, I've been doing. Uh, I've been shooting full time for eight years now. Right. Okay. A long time. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was doing weddings before that. So. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I think about 10 years. So you're a veteran. 
Yeah. Oh, well. When are you a veteran? I don't know. I think after about five years. <laughs> okay. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think you're... You've gone through enough pain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when oh, you look well, kind of yeah. weathered, <laughs> you don't look very weathered, but... You know, when you're like me and Paul with no hair left. You know, Is that then, because of doing then, weddings? Yeah, think? pretty much, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you know when people say, oh, that wedding made me tear my hair out. It literally happens. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah very good. So, Who did you like the most yesterday? Yeah. 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 Um, well, actually, uh, somebody asked me that yesterday, and I, I couldn't really tell because there was something in every presentation that I liked. I mean, yeah. you couldn't say, it, it's apples and pears. It's... it's uh, yeah. There was something in every in every speech. Uh, I did like uh, the way uh, Facundo is is uh, presented because he's just he just shoots from the heart. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's uh, I, I like that. Going. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, uh, and that speaks way from the heart as well. He does. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I, I guess that's because he's he's, he's Latin American. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. They have that passion, like, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's kind of you're almost it's, envious of it. It was so infectious. Yeah. yeah. It's so infectious. Yes. And all I seen him yesterday was when he was kind of going around talking to people. He ended every conversation by hugging people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hug, yeah. Hugging, but um, yeah, I he guess he's, he's humble and thankful. And, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, his work was stunning as well. I mean, it, showing us the first wedding he ever did, mm-hmm. and then did he say five weddings later? Yeah, he's something like booked yeah. five really? from that or something. No, he said this is my fifth wedding, and that okay. was the one then on the beach. Oh, wasn't it one? like the fifth year? Oh, maybe that was the fifth some, year. Because oh, I was thinking between. that's some serious transition. <laughs> yeah, in terms of yeah, yeah. He went like five years later. Maybe five years later. Yeah, yeah. That, that he would went make, to the Brazil thing. That would make more sense to me. The most yeah. amazing thing uh, I I was I liked about his presentation was when he showed the the gear shots. And he, he, he does seem to be shooting now with just two Expo 2s, an 18 mm uh, and I thought it was like a 35 F2 on the yeah, other. Yeah, so 50 mil. Just two lenses. And a flash gun. And a flash. Cameras. One flash. And that's it. Unbelievable. And it's like amazing. And he is shooting Minimal. weddings in probably the darkest environments they've got because he was saying that all the weddings in Argentina are night at night time. Yeah. yeah. All yeah, yeah. in the evening. Yeah. So he's just constantly shooting in low light conditions. His work was stunning, though. Absolutely yeah, but it, it does it d- does help to remind that you don't need all the, all the gear. No, it was great. No. You can you can shoot. You can great, get great. gear crazy. Yes, I have this you know. mountain of Fuji glass. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. What I Fuji? What Fuji glass do you have? Uh, I have all the serious primes, all the serious zooms, right. and then <laughs> and then the F 2s All the F 2s are great. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, Fuji. Have you all the F 2s Yeah. The, well, three. What's your favorite? Uh, the eighteen. Oh, I don't have the. It's idea. not not like it's that's like first generation. It's not right, like okay. fast new ones. Okay, but, so it's. But uh, it's there's no second. Like yeah, it's F two. Yeah. Oh, it's F two. Yeah, yeah, it oh. is. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, like I said, I, I recently switched from using the uh, twenty three on weddings, like twenty three fifty six to eighteen fifty six. Oh, interesting. Because the twenty three was just a little too tight for me. Right. And yeah, because so it's 35. Yeah. What's in your bag then when you're shooting weddings? You shoot solo, solo or? Um, I I used to shoot solo most of the time. I still do, but I try to do uh, to bring a second shooter more now. Right. Because I just like the the freedom and the the, the peace of mind. Because I always have this idea in my head that I have to get everything, yeah. and it doesn't leave any it's space pressure. for me just to be creative. Yeah. So uh, having a second shooter just takes care of the like safe shots and. I can be. Uh, I can, can climb on things and, yeah. and jump off stuff. <laughs> oh, brilliant! That sounds good. It sounds, sounds like you're doing parkour at weddings. Is parkour or parkour? <laughs> yeah, parkour. So. Parkour. Yeah. yeah, parkour. Yeah. yeah. Just no, but around, I mean, I bring. I bring, I bring uh, most of my uh, most of my uh, uh, 
Fuji Gear to Lens, so I have this big think tank wow. roller case. You bring it all with you? Yeah, instead of well, except the uh, the F2s, I guess. The, uh, the, the, the 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 23, the 50, and the uh, was it the 35? You're like Fokundo's nemesis, or something. I, I am, I am, and I'm, I'm actually. So that's why I'm also thinking of like when when I do go Sony. Those lenses are so crazy expensive that it'll force me to have less lenses, lenses. which would be better probably. Fuji lenses, though. Hmm? Could you sell all your Fuji lenses? Could you let that yeah, stuff go? I guess so. Yeah, I've, I've actually. Uh, I've, I have an offer from a camera store, which, uh, which is about almost fifty percent of like the new value, which okay. is not too bad for a store. Okay. Yeah. I, I could get more probably in selling them more separately, but yeah. that'll take mm, months. Take a long so, time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mm. not too bad. Yeah. So after yeah, I guess after watching Fakundo's, then you're like, oh god, if he can do it with two lenses, yeah, yeah, I that's it. it two lenses, that's it. Yeah, really? I know it definitely that's does. That's stuff influences. It does you, make though, you think it? that. I mean, I was watching yesterday, and I was immediately going, I need to go back and start shooting with my X Pro Two and my X One Hundred again. I just love that combination yeah. so much, and I love the X H One. But after having the X H One now for probably three months or however long I've had it. I'm thinking to myself, I'm not doing anything that's any more extra special with the X-H1 that I couldn't have done with the X-Pro or the no. X-100, even the X-100. X-100 is an amazing camera. It's so just I'm just like, I think I need to go back and do that and just simplify, simplify and go back the, to two The lenses. only thing, I, I had an X-H1 for a lot, about three months um, and I loved it. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great camera and I especially love the, the, uh, the stabilization mm. because I... Uh, I do like like uh, uh, beauty and boudoir shoots, and they're mostly like pretty low light, right. so the stabilization really helps. Right. Oh, cool. yeah. um, but then again, yeah, the Sony has stabilization as well, and right. it's full frame. And yeah. Do you have a studio then, or do you? I, no, somewhere? I don't. No, I, I just usually shoot those kinds of shoots like on location. Okay. I, I did have a studio uh, for about five years, but uh, I had to leave it. So and then I was sort of getting tired of it anyway. Mm. So. Uh, right. So yeah. So you're doing the weddings. Boudoir, portraits. Is there anything else that you do, or anything that you kind of would think to yourself, "Oh, I'd love to be doing that kind of photography"? Or if I could do weddings and boudoir for the rest of my life, that would be You'd be happy. Awesome. Yeah, very yeah. good. I mean, I occasionally do some like uh, sports. I do some uh, some some uh, motorsports like uh, car racing. Uh, just just uh, you car racing like, fun. Like car side track. Yeah, yeah. Happy to. Ah, good. Yeah. What, what, <laughs> kind, of, what kind of what kind of what kind of conversation offline? What kind of motorsport? <laughs> Uh, car, car racing, like Formula, so, One. Formula One, uh, GTs, and oh, stuff very like good, that, yeah. very good. We'll talk about that offline. <laughs> Not bore the audience. That's for our, that's for my other podcast. Um, yeah, there you one go. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no, but cool. so so. Uh, is uh, I just do that on side just for fun. Excellent. And is boudoir popular in, in Holland? Are the Dutch more open uh, than uh, the Irish? Well, it can be. Well, well, it it is. that open for boudoir. It's um, <laughs> it's uh, it's not as big as it is in the states, I guess. Right. I mean, states is uh, you see lots of like boudoir. I'm, yeah. I'm in this Facebook group, one actually, and you see lots of American like, stuff. And Holland, I guess, is just a bit more reserved, so it's kind okay. of hard. And I'm a man, so right, yeah. it's mm-hmm. even harder to like sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of shoot to, to women. And are these thing. are these usually potential brides or no? Though I've 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 toyed with the idea of, of combining making sort of a package deal. Uh huh. But most of the time it's just separate. Right. Yeah. Separate uh-huh. stuff. 
Yeah, because you did a boudoir, didn't you, for a potential bride? Ages ago, And then yeah. the groom didn't know about it. No, but he was delighted. Yeah, was that's the best. I shot it on film as well. That's the best well. thing. Oh. Some of it on film. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was interesting. Yeah, very good. Yeah. That sounds good, yeah. yeah. Um, so, would you come back and do this again, the ex-weddings? Uh, definitely. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, as long as it's not in some... Like exotic location that takes hundreds of euros to get the yeah, yeah. uh, I'd say it will always be in in the UK, in the UK in the, I guess. At least. Yeah, probably. With Kevin. I hope. I hope so. Like it'd be nice if it just was the same setup pretty much every year. It doesn't have to be in the same hotel. But uh, no, no. But uh, I think yeah. it should be in this hotel because this, hotel this would be nice. even more convenient for myself for and you, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. But um, yeah, and I must say, no, it was great. Well, will we wrap That's it up? Brilliant, yeah. Thanks so much, Peter, Peter thank for you. talking to us. That was brilliant. Where can Peter, where, where, give where, us all your... Yeah, all your details. Where can people find out more about you? Uh, well, my website's petercasberg.nl. I have a, uh, an Instagram that is uh, just Peter Casberg, which is sort of personal stuff. It's and I have a separate uh, boudoir, beauty and boudoir uh, Instagram account. Cool. Which uh, is called uh, Film Curves. Film Curves. Oh, good name. Because I also do some, some analogue... Uh, shooting at the uh, boudoir as well. Very good. good. Very good. Good name. Awesome. Very good. Well, Peter, right, thanks Peter. very much. Thanks, Emil. It's great well, to meet you. Thank you. Okay. okay, so we're we're here with Neil James, um, one of the one of the speakers from yesterday's ex wedding conference, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll just get you, Neil, just to introduce yourself, tell us a bit about who you are and, and sure. your background in, into photography. Sure, I'm, I'm Neil James. I was one of the speakers at the the, um, at the conference yesterday. My background really is 12 years of, of shooting weddings, a few years on top of that with regard to shooting portraits, but not much longer. I came out of radio. I was a radio broadcaster and programme maker um, who fell into photography, wow. literally. And, and in fact, I never planned to shoot weddings. It was only that my best man asked me to shoot his brother's wedding. And I remember my, my literal answer to that question was, Steve, I can't think of anything I would rather do less than be at somebody else's bloody wedding every Saturday. They were the actual words I used, because we laugh about it now. And here I am, yeah, yeah, 800 weddings later this year. Um, oh something obviously clicked. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you, you spoke yesterday about the number of weddings you shoot a year. You yeah. obviously love it to shoot that many. You're shooting like well, no, I mean, It's gone down now. I mean, right, it, okay. it was, I mean, uh, the, the most I did in one year was 86. Wow, that's amazing. Oh so, I mean, I'm still shooting reasonably prolifically. Mm-hmm. 50, 54, well, I'll do 54 at the end of it. By the end of this year, 54. Maybe I'll reach 55. Right. Um, but 50 is, is now... It's kind of a almost self-imposed target because there are other things I want to do. But, but equally, it's been imposed slightly by, I think, the change of the wedding industry as well. Right. And you say you fell into weddings, which I think most people fall mm. into weddings. Yeah. I don't know if there's many people who plan to be a wedding. Yeah, I agree. I don't think many like people that. would say yeah. that. That's my dream job. <laughs> but um, but when you what, what what was the thing that got you going? Then got you on. I, I really like this. This is what I want to do. Um. Well, I was yeah was a very good question. I, th- I think at the time I was shooting like many photographers do, as as, as a real breadth of material. So mm. it would have been portraits. And it would have been running around with children screaming who are two year two year old and, and uh, can you can, can you photograph my one year old my three year old and you think oh god you know I can just see <laughs> throw just, a dog in there as well yeah oh god yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a cat if you will as well and I was shooting uh, commercial work and I was and I was shooting school work as well I mean we, it was a reasonably successful school business that we had right, really um, but doing weddings 
meant that uh, for, for a start it was so much more creative mm-hmm. um, although I did start shooting weddings in much the same um, way that, that, that Kevin had found when he first shot weddings you, you shot it according to some sort of unofficial rule book that you believe existed for how you should photograph a wedding mm-hmm. and that would include the group shots and that would include um, uh, you know trying to do the dipped bride, or I don't, I don't think I went down that road, but you know, <laughs> but you know what I mean. What you're are you shooting, dipping her into? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you were shooting weddings according to what you felt wedding magazines said photographers yeah. should do. Yes, of course. So I don't think I could have carried on down that road. Right. Um, but it was more creative. There was more emotion. I'm quite a soft old sod. And, and Did you start digitally as well, yeah? Yeah, I would have, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, I was shooting a bit of film. Okay. So I didn't know how to use film, but not for weddings. Yeah. So my first digital camera would have been the Nikon D100. Okay, wow. I'm sure it would have been that, yeah. It had to be, yeah. Mm. Um, so, and that's, that's how I saw it. And, and I made a gradual transition. I didn't instantly drop schools. And, and there, were, there were a number of things that, hap- that conspired, really, mm. in the process of we stopped doing school photography because my wife uh, became pregnant with uh, our first child. Right. And no longer could she she do that and, and I started doing a bit of more, I, I, funnily enough I started going back into radio oh. so I almost took that right turn at the traffic lights wow. and went okay. back into radio but I didn't yeah I want to ask you about the radio actually because yeah you, you talk about your your history in broadcasting what, what, mm. what exactly did you do on radio is it so I, I should worked we, should we know exactly who you are <laughs> yeah, don't you know I know a huge insult <laughs> to your ego yeah no not, not at all no you had to keep pretty crappy hours I've ever heard one of my shows um, so I, I, I started in BBC local well in fact I started in, in radio overseas at, right. uh, radio tourist Lanzarote wow. Oh, wow so I started in tourist radio because I couldn't get a job in this country. Right. I mean, I, I uh, made... The, it's on my YouTube, on my micro YouTube channel. Um, there is a film um, about self-belief, and in that film, I open up a file that has all my no letters. And, and these no letters oh, that are... that is brilliant. That, that they're like, you don't have the voice. I'm sorry, you're too breathy. Um, wow. You know, you're not the right style. You speak too fast. You speak too slow. You're too measured. You're, you know, the, wow. it was a, it was a, a, you know, I mean, I know they say to, to kids these days, you know, don't read too much into the insults that you will get and the negativity and the and the thumbs down. But I was getting that in letters. Wow. And um, but learning to, you know, love the word no is all part of yeah. being in broadcasting. And I was absolutely. Um, I was absolutely sure that that's all I wanted to do in my life. So, so I just happened to go on holiday to Lanzarote. I quite by chance heard a radio station there. Quite by chance wrote to them. Quite by chance got a gig out there. Changed my life within two weeks, and I was living there. That's unbelievable. Um, wow. But I, you can afford to do that when you you're when you're 20 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I did. And I, I was only there a year. I was desperate to come, but I didn't want to be in Lanzarote. That wasn't where the action was. Yeah. So I came back, worked in local radio, and by a series of um, happenings, lucky chance meetings, and just, you know, good bloody luck, really, fell in with the right crowd, the right director that happened to go to Radio 1 to become a programme editor there, and ended up at Radio 1 for three or four years. Mm. Um, On air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, uh, 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 launching the, show, launching their new 24-hour network. Okay. So, yeah, as I say, you'd have to 
uh, kept pretty crappy hours of her, one of my Radio 1 shows, but it was early mornings. And, and was it talk radio or music? That's or? music radio, Radio okay. 1. Yeah, yeah. Okay. music, yeah. Okay, yeah so it music w- for the young folk. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, obviously, I say obviously, but at the time, it was the UK's biggest radio network. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It would yeah, have been, and, for and, sure. And de- I remember um, deputising for... Um, for the, uh, I did a lot of deputisation, so I was, I was often sitting in for, for presenters, and I remember sitting in for the top 40 quite a few times, and, and one occasion when I did it, the producer said to me, said, you do know about 11 million people listen to this? I thought, wow. I, can't, I can't swear, can I? So you I'm, can, can yeah. On this programme, can you? Great, it's just not like... Can you, can you say fuck on this channel? Because that's what I thought. I thought, fuck me, 11 million. But actually, it didn't matter that it had 11 million listeners because right. what, the, what I'd grown up in before going abroad was hospital radio. Yeah. And so hospital radio, if you're lucky, has three people who are, you know... Mandatory uh, listeners. Yeah, it's mandatory <laughs> listeners, yeah. yeah. Mavis, put your headphones in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Up. Uh, and, you know... And you don't want to be flippant about it because it's important. Hospital radio has its own <laughs> part yeah, to play. But course. if you're in hospital radio, you, you, you did um, employ a certain gallows humour, I think. And, <laughs> and you know, you, you knew that there were people dying to listen to you. Blah, blah, blah. But it's true. Yeah. And that's, that's how. And so I moved from there into commercial radio. and then commer- but, but then I moved into building radio channels. And by then I'd become like the... Um, the air marshal looking into the air, wishing he was still a pilot. Okay. And that's when I became a photographer. Okay. What you've done with your photography at the minute is you've kind of created your own, in a way, little ah, specialised niche. Yeah. Off the back of your broadcasting yeah. kind of experience, that which is that films. you create these... The photo film. The photo films. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. So uh, there's nothing new about slideshows. Clearly there isn't. Mm-hmm. People have been doing slideshows forever, haven't they? Mm. But I think of slideshows as a bit of a two-dimensional experience, really. And I know it's two, print and pictures are 2D, but, but it's, it's, there's not, it's not a very rounded experience. A slideshow is, is beautiful music. You know, in, in wedding, let's, let's talk about the cliché wedding slideshow, which could be three and a half minutes of Whitney Houston, God rest her soul, yeah. and, and some nice slushy music and some, some lovely images passing. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's some plen- Ken Burns effects. It's Ken Burns effects, <laughs> and, and away you go. Um, yeah. But it's just, it's... And so I didn't do slideshows, really. I, okay. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't enveloped by that idea at all. It happened really only because the idea of making a, uh, if you want to call it a turbo-powered slideshow was because um, a terminally ill bride who had photographed before for a family shoot came to see me who wanted me to photograph her wedding. So when I'd photographed the family, the daughter was three, now she was five. And during this meeting that we had with this incredibly brave, you know, um, stoic, incredibly you know, amazing woman, she said, you know, I've got a brain tumour, it's going to get me, I'm not going to get it, so we're going to get married before... Uh, before um, you know, I pass off this mortal coil, and we, we're doing it really because we want our daughter to, you know, see mummy and daddy get married. Mm. So, the idea I did just really came out of the ether. I said, uh, "Do you know what? I'll be there with bells on. Clearly, I will. But why don't we record it as well?" And she said, "I don't want video. I have nothing against video, by the way." But she said, "I don't want video. I just want you doing that thing I see you do, and you know, telling the story of the day." She probably wouldn't have said it like that, but she would have said the fly on the wall sort of mm, approach, yeah. something mm, like that. Yeah. She wouldn't have used our photography language. Sure. And I said, um, no, I don't mean video. I mean audio recorder. 
we use a couple of recorders and we'll just take the sounds of the day and then we'll mix it in some kind of slideshowy kind of thing and and then we'll have a story because it won't mean anything to your daughter now, she's five, but when she's 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, she's going to have the, the, these sounds, these echoes of this day forevermore. And in particular because this bride was doing a speech, which I discussed already, yeah. to hear mummy make that speech forevermore, wow, you know, how yeah. powerful would so that it be? It really has an impact to it. Like. And she said, yeah, we'll do that. Mm. Do you know, funnily enough, I didn't tell, in the conference yesterday, I didn't, by the way, that, that is on my website, it's called Sarah's Story, it's not my most yeah. perfect photo film, mm. but it's, it's, it's a potent film. Mm. Because um, she passed away not long after oh the wedding. Oh God, it's awful. Yeah, but you know the photo film then is really it's 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 the sounds of a day, and that can be anything now. I mean, the film I showed yesterday mm. at the sound of the radio disc jockey in the morning, yeah, saying what, what the temperature was going to be. You know, mm. yeah, highest today of whatever it was. And, um, you know, it started off with a store. Well, in fact, like there was another piece of radio on there with yeah. the guys telling the corny joke in the morning, you know, yeah. the corny, yeah. corny yeah. joke sketch. Right, and, yeah. and um, you know, the wheels of the aircraft lifting off. Yeah. Um, you know, right through to the bride when she was discussing during morning makeup the joke about how the husband said he'd never marry her if all she wanted was country music. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> So now it doesn't have to be just speeches. Mm. It can be anything. Right, yeah. It could even be a taxi driver uh, on the way to mm. wherever you're going for the, the wedding. So, mm. where do you want to go, Gov? You know? Yeah. Um, it can be anything. It's great. It's, so it's, it's, stor- it's still storytelling. It's just. In it the is. And, 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 it, and it's a really potent thing. Sound is important. And, and the story I didn't tell yesterday, which I wish I had, was um, so that wedding happened. What, seven years ago? Six, seven years ago? So a couple of years ago, we, we're walking. Um, so they were a local couple. Mm. So a couple of years ago, we're walking um, up a big hill close to where I live, which my family called Bacon Mountain, which is traditional because when they were young, they couldn't call it Beacon Hill. So it oh, became right. Bacon Mountain. So we Bacon call Mountain. it now as a family called Bacon Mountain. So yeah. we're walking up Bacon Mountain. And um, we're up the top. We're flying kites and... You know, doing stuff that families do up the top of hills, and um, and my wife said to me, "That's um, that's Wilson over there, the groom uh, from that wedding." I no. said, "Oh yeah, I think think oh, that oh he's with a girl, and of course she's much older now. She's you know this is seven, six, seven, well five years on or whatever it was." So I went over and I said, uh, "Oh, how, how are you doing?" He said, "Oh Neil, how are you?" Oh, it's been a little chat, and he turned to his daughter and he said. Um, Said uh, Darcy, do you remember? Um, do you remember this man? Um, she looked at me completely blankly. Yeah. I said, No, don't. don't. He said, that's the that's the guy that um, photographed Mummy and Daddy's wedding. She said, Ah, I have your film on my iPad. Ah, uh, that's lovely. I thought, Wow. Now that that was all I needed. Yeah, yeah. You know, of I course. Thought, that's special. Oof. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that is brilliant. And that's what Photofilm is a long answer, but that's what Photofilms are about. Yeah, yeah. no, it's brilliant. Yeah. We'll definitely put a few links to those Photofilms and your YouTube channel yeah. and everything. Yeah, uh, the, the films, are, I don't really have the Photofilms on the YouTube channel as, uh, as such. But we um, can find them on your website. Yeah, if you go to the website, it's the better way, because yeah. I tend to, the Photofilms, I went through a period where I put everything through Vimeo. Right. Um, we put our links to that. But yeah. if you yeah if you if you go through to the to, to the photo films tab on my website you'll okay. you'll see a choice selection of them including Sarah's story which is all the way down the bottom. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of your YouTube channel, what, what what do you hope that 
you keep talking about, yeah. talking about it as being a micro. I, I take the mickey out of it as yeah. a micro channel because because it's obviously a competition between Kevin and myself who's growing exponentially every single yeah, does he, time. Does he, does he know about the competition? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> no, it's not a competition. I mean, he's it's he's not a competition. doing so much better than I am. <laughs> it's definitely not a competition. Um, um, yeah, the YouTube thing is interesting because, um, you know, I think, I think YouTube... Um, sound and, and films and stuff, but of course it's a really important searching platform, yeah. underutilized by much of our brethren in the wedding industry and yeah. portrait industry, mm-hmm. not just about weddings. Um, and um, I, 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 I probably the interesting thing about YouTube is a real democratization, as as Casey Neistat says, I think, about this about this medium because no longer do you need. A distributor, or a studio, or a producer, or a director, or any funding—you can just go out there with Publish your yourself, iPhone, you yeah. know. Yeah. And we laugh in in the family. I I I spent three days making a film about a Dalek going for a portrait shoot, which is on Brilliant. my YouTube channel. And the awkward questions a Dalek is asking about, you know, don't don't photograph my double turret and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, and I I, I I essentially, I mean, I, I bought kit for it as well. I bought the voice. The coder thing that I needed as well, so I could sound like don't a dog. <laughs> so you can see that film. It took me three Have days. You made that? Yeah, made and, oh, and made and published. Really? It's up there. It took me okay. three days to to shoot, edit, <laughs> re-edit, laugh at, not laugh at. Think it was a waste of time. Put it up in the end anyway. Brilliant. But it took me three days to make. Meanwhile, some kid in Nebraska puts up um, a, a film about you know his poodle shitting in the woods or something. Yeah. Instantly, that film gets fifty thousand hits. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, and I've got one hundred and twenty or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's so there, like... there's an irony, and there's uh, there's also um, a wonderful thing happening there mm. that that <laughs> there is the democratization of of television. Yeah. And yeah. that you know, in what. Well, do they say in five years' time we're not going to be watching t- uh, scheduled telly anymore? Yeah. We'll watch it for maybe sport yeah. and, and news, perhaps Catch or events. Up stream and yeah. And so on, but yeah. we'll be sitting around watching our favourite. Well, you heard about the new Instagram news today with their channel and. Um, Oh, really? No, what's yeah, that? yeah. Well, they're, they're going to they're launch. Doing a news their, yeah, oh, they're okay. going to have their own. Um, you can be an Instagrammer. Um, I, I, news it, reporter, well, like? no, it'll be uh, Instatuber or whatever they're going to call it. Oh. It's going to be another platform. Oh, oh because gosh. they're lengthening the length of yeah, yeah. It to like a, yeah, yeah. a minute or is it uh, oh, longer than that? Longer, even? longer yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so well, you'll have that. You'll have you've videos. got Facebook, which uh, and you, you know you could argue people don't use Facebook in the right way. YouTube. So all but these Facebook's going to evolve into something yeah. else when they find yeah. Yeah. Well, they're clearly thinking about it, aren't they? Because they because if search has got its day, if traditional search the way we know it has yeah. got its days numbered, surely somebody at Facebook is thinking, right? How do how do we how, how do we, we grab a hold of this part of the cake? For sure. Yeah. 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 Very yeah. good. Um, do you have any other? I was just going to say how you feel that the conference went overall, but Kevin's uh, come here. No, no. So yeah. Now he's standing there. It's, it's like you having... have to still tell us honestly. <laughs> um, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Who was your favourite speaker, Neil? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin was clearly my favourite speaker. <laughs> oh, thank you, Good sound effect. Good foley. 
That's, that's um, my fee, look. Uh, yeah. 50, 67, <laughs> 80, 95. Uh, uh, Do you want some change? No, no. <laughs> there you go. You can have that. That's the profit. <laughs> oh. oh, man. There's money in these workshop talks, isn't there? It was all right until we Do you know, I said this to Kevin yesterday, and I feel a bit embarrassed because it sounded like I'm sucking up to him big time. But there was a, a huge amount of difference um, putting something on that is purely for money and putting something on... Look, clearly it's a business, and Kevin didn't put this on as a charity. Not, not, not yet, anyway. I mean, um, so there, there is a business element to it. But I think there's a, there's a big difference between putting something on as a business... Uh, to try and just make money mm-hmm. and putting something on because you're, you're passionate genuinely about passionate about a medium or a genre or something like mm-hmm. that. And I think that's the difference. And I think, yeah. and, and, you know, I, I, I think it gave you a chance, Kev, to surround... I'll take myself out of the equation here, but to surround yourself with people that you genu- generally like and whose work you enjoy and people that you would like to spend time with. And I think that's the difference between this and, say, um, a, a big photo conference that think, let's just get... Let's just get so and so on, or you know, they're, they're not necessarily personally invested in it yeah. to the same degree. Okay. I'm not saying it, it, it's not yeah. the right way to do it, it's but just it's a different. It's, a, and it's, in, 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 it's an entirely different way of putting on a conference, isn't it? Yeah, I think a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was very, very personable and yeah, all encompassing and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think you can it. tell by the reaction of people that were in that room. Um, that, that you know, g- genuinely oh, they all enjoyed positive. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Well, Neil, brilliant thank, thank you thanks. very much. Yeah. Absolute pleasure. Just great. Yeah. All right, so we're here with Kevin Mullins. Hi, Kevin. Hey, Dave. How you doing? And in the background, we have Pavel. He's going to stay in the background. I'm going to stay in. He's our, li- <laughs> he's our first ever live studio audience member. <laughs> <laughs> And we're at the ex-weddings conference. It's pretty much over now. Yeah, we're done. Uh, last half hour or so of the workshops. But yeah, we're done. Brilliant. And how do you feel it went overall? It's good. I enjoyed it. Um, quite stressful and everything else. But yeah, I think the feedback I've had so far has been pretty good. So um, yeah, we'll yeah, find well, out. Yeah, well, re- we've really enjoyed it. And just from chatting to people last night and chatting to people in the pub and... Uh, we met up with um, one of the one of the other kind of um, attendees today, and we were all just singing his praises. So good, good job, Re- really well done. Good, good, good. Really well done. Good, good, good. That's, um, that's the important thing. Yeah, yeah. Did you had you had this idea to plan the ex-weddings conference for a while? Uh, it, it's been in my head for about eighteen months, but um, I started planning it properly about nine months ago. Right. And I asked on the ex-weddings group on Facebook, I asked people, you know, would they be interested in this kind of thing, and is it, you know, is it going to, you know, be a good thing? And um, and you know, I got enough positive kind of responses to think, okay, it's worth doing it. Um, and then I started planning and discussing and you know, figuring out where I would do it and thinking about the speakers and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So and how did you come up with the speakers? Well, I mean, you saw it. So most of the speak, all of the speakers are documentary style photographers, yeah. um, and that's you know because I am. So these are the people that I'm attracted to as, from a speaking point of view. 
um, and uh, you know, so I kind of levitated towards those. Some of them I've worked with before, so Patrick Laroc I know uh, really well. Um, Facundo Santano I've met in Argentina and I've seen his workshops before in Argentina. So, and the others, the UK guys, obviously are documentary style. Um, so yeah, I kind of levitated towards them. I put a question in the group for, you know, tell me who you would like to see speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and these guys were kind of towards the top, elevated to the top of that big long list. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind you of just, they were just be went from there. To people, yeah. yeah. And was there any Fuji involvement here at all, or was this totally on your own back? It's well, Fuji were involved in terms of they backed it um, with sponsorship, mm-hmm. um, but everything's been organised by me um, and my wife. Yeah. So. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, they were an important part. If it wasn't for Fuji, well, yeah. I'd probably be broke. Happened, yeah. I'd be broke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. If it probably wasn't for you, Kevin, I wouldn't say there'd be a lot of people shooting Fuji's either. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah. So pretty... maybe you're keeping them afloat. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Um, speaking of um, Fuji and, and and that kind of thing, um, you've been a Fuji shooter now, officially a Fuji ambassador, I guess, for what? About five or six years, is it? Yeah, 2012. I think I was the first wedding ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. So. And as a Fuji, as a fellow Fuji shooter, do you look around at other brands and go, "Oh, that's quite interesting the way that camera does that." Are you ever mm-hmm. tempted to either try something else, or are you kind of the Fuji system just works for you? And no, always. And I've always said to Fujifilm, and I've always, and you know, and I always say to myself that you know the equipment I use is not. Um, you know, I'm brand agnostic in that if something comes along that's better for my clients, then I will look at it in a reasonable point of view. So I've got a lot of lenses invested and bodies invested. So yeah. it's not just a case of yeah, something's a little bit quicker this this year. So I'll sell everything and buy a whole load of new other stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, I have a relationship with Fujifilm, and you know, and they they're good for me, and you know, and it's kind of. Um, it works, uh, it works kind of. both ways, yeah. Um, but no, absolutely. I mean. You know, if if at some point the Fujifilm system seems to be standing still and something else is, I think I can do better for my my paying clients, mm. then that's the way it will yeah. be. You know, and, and they're aware of that. And you know, and and you know, I feed back to them from the industry, from the people I speak to. You know, thoughts and ideas, and you know, all kinds of other stuff. And so, hopefully, that just won't happen. Mm. You know, hopefully, you always get. You know, some brands come up; they, they kind of step over each other, don't they? Mm. You know, and then they always somebody is. It's front, just a case of bunny hopping each other, back. really, isn't it? Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And so. it's better to have. It's better for us that they're all competing on that level as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a good, honest answer, though. Mm. You, you know, um, you recently got yourself the GFX. Yeah. Are you going? Are you going to bring it to the odd wedding, or is that just not something that you would even think about? You know, I do take it to weddings, um, and actually, like in good light, with a forty-five mil lens on it, it's very reactive. I mean, the images are knockout. It's mm. it's out of this world. Yeah. Um, but it's not great in low light. Um, you know, and it's not meant to be. It's it's a medium format system. You know, mm-hmm. you can handhold it. You can run around with it. Um, but in low light situations, you need a very slow shutter speed. So, right. You know, because the depth of field is so narrow. Um, so yeah, I mean, I typically don't use it that much. Um, but for my day in the life stuff, my family photography, I use it a lot. Right. Because that's a print space business. So the prints, you can, you, you know, I've been printing from X series for 
for years, and, and it's fine, especially in wedding albums and stuff, that you can see the difference between a medium format print and an APS-C print. And do you use it for that stuff? Do you use yeah. it for the family stuff? Yeah. Okay, very good. And, be, and people buy prints, obviously, go for big format prints well, from it? No, not necessarily, but they, they, they the product option. I'm offering them is prints only. Okay. So ah, when okay. they see it, right. They don't know. They don't say, "Oh, that shot in medium format camera." Yeah, yeah. They're just like, "Wow, you know, that's yeah. great." And so it's that. Yeah, that's the way it works. So, what of your day in the life stuff? Then you're with them from first thing in the morning. You made a great joke about that yesterday morning or yesterday. So you're with them early in the morning to kind of like all day. Sometimes, yeah. Wow, I mean, think. most most people, to be honest with you, although it's called day in the life, it's probably a bit disingenuous to call it day in the life. It's usually because normally it's babies it's like when the babies are really young yeah. um, and a whole day is because they just sleep most of the time you know so um, I would say you know, average it's probably about four hours yeah sometimes I do a whole day um, you know the photo film I showed with the birth mm-hmm. that was a whole day uh, in fact that was much longer than that was like 15 hours because you know obviously the birth the waiting around yeah, that was yeah, all the going to happen yeah that was yeah, amazing that was stuff we'll, put a, we'll definitely put a link to that in the show notes because yeah. that is what that, is that, I think that's on your YouTube channel is it that yeah with that video being, yeah, yeah yeah it's all like that yeah. that was amazing are they friends of yours or are they like how would you how, how did you go about if you don't mind us asking but how did you go about selling that idea to somebody so, so that client she the mother is actually a photographer right um, and she uh, emailed me one day and she'd been to one of my talks at SWPP and said, I, I didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm having a baby, and you know, I've always wanted to think that you know the first image of my child's life, first child's life, should be, you know, I want, I basically want to photograph their first moments of life. Yeah. yeah. So what you saw in that photo film was the second baby, right. Maya, who is the older one now. Um, I photographed her birth. Oh, really? Like five, four or five years ago. Okay. Right. So both those photo films are are, are there. Um, and I've done so. I've probably done six or seven sessions with that. It takes family. a photographer to understand the value of that kind of photography, like really, doesn't it? Sometimes? Yeah, that it's a good way. Very to, personal photography, yeah. yeah. But also, it gets it gets you in there to show people. I mean, people don't know what's there unless you're showing it to them anyway. Yeah, you know, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah or they don't know what's possible. Exactly. They probably wouldn't have even had that as a concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's superb. Absolutely superb. Mm-hmm. Um, so just maybe going back, back to the to workshop. Um, just off the, the you know your thoughts on the speakers and everything yesterday. You you're happy with the like how it went and yeah, I thought it went really well. I mean, it's the first time I've ever done anything, so I've definitely learned a lot of lessons. Um, and you know, I was at the back writing notes and kind of like you know this this might have been could have been done a little bit differently and stuff. Not in terms of what the speakers were saying, but in terms of what I'd organised. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, but actually... I think you're always going to feel that, you know, if things aren't flowing yeah. perfectly in your mind. But yeah. from our perspective, oh, I think it flowed brilliant. really, really well. Yeah. yeah. You know, Good. like the brakes were there at the right time. The speakers talked for long enough because sometimes it can be too short. They're only getting into the meat mm-hmm. of the thing and it's, it's nearly over. Yeah. And we're all photographers. We want to hear and see as much work and mm. hear as much experience as possible like yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that I thought the length of the things and then the Q&A at the very end was, was superb like, yeah, yeah the was Q&A excellent. was great because you, you, you didn't try to cut it off no you just let it you flow. kept going until the answers ran out or questions ran out well that was yeah that was always going to be part of it because I've been to too many workshops before where um, you know and, I, and I've run them myself where it's uh, 
you, you know, when you have speaker after speaker after speaker, the questions always run into the next session. Mm. And so I was very conscious that we had, we had finite time. Uh, but I also didn't want to stop people having the time to ask the questions. Mm. So, yeah, I thought it would be good to have everybody at the front and just open mic kind of session and, yeah, just let everybody do what they need to do. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Superb. Um, going forward with your YouTube channel, are you going to give this vlogging a go? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I've got the face for vlogging. Did, did, uh, I definitely I don't have the face for 4K vlogging. You know what I love? You know the, uh, the X100 video when it, um, you're testing out the smile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I know. It's hilarious. But it took two smiles, you see. Cause it took two smiles, but they can work on that. You can feed that back. Yeah. Feed that back to Japan. But, um, yeah, no, I think... The thing, the, the thing is, um, on a, a lot of your, the, your videos and things that you've done, you're like off here, you're off there. Perfect person for for vlogging. I know. Well, Neil, yeah. you know Neil James, like he, he, he's always chewing chewing my ass about it. It's like you've got to do this stuff because that's what people like the behind the totally. scenes stuff. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and yeah, and I understand that. I mean, most of the stuff I watch on YouTube is you know is like Casey Neistat and all that mm. kind of stuff. It's the vlog stuff that really works, but. I do find it challenging. Um, I will get used to it, I'm sure, and I'll try it. And but you know, I'm also conscious of the fact that most of the people who are interested in the wedding photography stuff, mm. and I can't walk around a wedding that I've been paid for to photograph a wedding. But you're also you're, you're you could, but it uh, <laughs> wouldn't go that way. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, sure people, if I talk to the people clients, are doing Instagram the stories all the time. Smile. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I was actually, I'll not say who it was, but I was watching uh, an Instagram story recently, and it was a, it was a photographer at a wedding. Yeah. And as he was doing his Instagram stories, the videographer was doing his Instagram stories, and they bumped into each other. I'm not even joking you. I'm not joking. <laughs> so get back to work. What has happened in this world? It's the world we live in, isn't it? What has happened in this world? But um, like you could vlog about it. Well, you, you, I suppose you do do tech videos now on your with your. Yeah, I think there's a lot to, that can be done, and um, you know, like street photography and stuff like that, and uh, you know, just. I think people like your access to Fuji though as well. Yeah. Like to see that, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. So that's more of that, more of that um, would be interesting, ah, especially inside, if you're visiting stuff. Fuji, if they let you kind of do that mm. sort of stuff. Yeah. That would be really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I've been to been to Japan twice actually, but they um, that was before the world of vlogging even really existed. existed. So. And have they changed as a company, Fuji? Do you think or? Yeah, they have changed. They're bigger um, and they're more cautious now in terms of what they do with photographers because there's so many photographers in the ecosystem now. Mm -hmm. So they can't, and I totally understand it. They can't really, you know. We used to be more involved in things like testing and stuff. Um, and we're not now or certainly well I don't know maybe it's just me I don't know but mm. I'm not um, but that's not a negative thing I mean they, they do you know they, they still come to me when, when when they think I can be relevant but mm. because there's so many people there lots of stuff was leaked and shared where it shouldn't be shared yeah. and so they've kind of battened the hatches down a little okay. bit which is a pity it's kind of a pity but I totally understand it and it's mm. actually it's actually um, symptomatic symptomatic of the fact that they're growing as, yeah. a, as a as a you know micro business in Fujifilm because like the X series when when they first did it, twenty three people in in Tokyo were on it. Um, oh. Like one guy basically went, yeah, let's do this. Wow. Um, and now it's probably uh, insane. And now yeah, I mean it's a lot bigger. And I still think actually it's probably only like four or five percent of Fujifilm's overall turnover I mean I don't know those figures but in the beginning when the X100 came out it would have been like 0.1% um, you know because Fujifilm they make endosc they make a lot of money from endoscopes and uh, 
the, the glass that's in um, in the sky and telescopes and things okay. like that is oh, often right. Fujinon glass and right. stuff. So, you know, and and cosmetics, believe it or not, in Japan, right. cosmetics. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I know. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing company. Really, like really they're obviously diversifying. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, and their market's obviously getting bigger. But overall, like. Did you feel what? Do you, what do you? What's the future for the conference? What do you think? Where, where's it going to go from here? Um, well, is, is it going to go anywhere? From maybe, yeah, I t you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to send out a, a questionnaire to everybody, um, and I'm going to make it uh, optional for people to put their name on there. Yeah. So that way, I'll, hopefully, I'll get honest feedback mm. um, because people, f I think, people are more are less likely to, t to say actually we didn't I didn't think this went well mm -hmm. if, if they know that you you know who they if are if you know who they are yeah of course um, so I'll take that on board and if if it's all really shit feedback then I won't do it again <laughs> and but it, if it's not then I might think about it do you think the uh, do you think the <laughs> X thing isolates just Fuji people though that's and a think, really good question you know yeah well one of the things that I I was the website was quite clear that you know the idea is that the speakers are Fujifilm shooters but you don't have to be a Fujifilm shooter mm -hmm. to come along or get something from it and I was very conscious and I said to all of the speakers beforehand look this isn't a sales pitch we're not here to sell Fujifilm cameras yeah. that's that's not what this is about um, and I think that was that was, that was very clear when we were you here. know I don't think yeah. it was a sales pitch um, so yeah maybe the name in the branding of it and uh, you know it's yeah it's a tough one to get right because I'll be honest I, I shoot Sony and Canon and I shoot, shot this right I shoot yeah, Fuji. Not going. I shoot Fuji. <laughs> I shoot Fuji like for personal and so on. Yeah. But I kind of did feel like, oh, should I? Until I read a bit into it, and then went. Oh, yeah, well, let's fine. be clear. You weren't welcome. Uh, I didn't feel. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Um, but you know, from Fujifilm's point of view, actually, I mean, they they were great in terms of backing this. But but actually, the less people that are Fujifilm shooters already that come, the better for the better, them yeah. because they can. Makes me want a GF. hundred percent. Yeah, GFX. I would love a GFX. Definitely. Well, I tell you what, I was watching yesterday and I um, I shot with a, an X-Pro2 and an X100 for a long time as a side-by-side -side for weddings. <clears throat> and only recently did I, did I actually change that setup. I went to X-H1 and X-E3 just through various different reasons. And um, Because they're there, I'd say. Yesterday I was all like, oh God, you know what? I'd go right back now to my X-Pro2 and my X100. I really began He was nearly buying an X100 I know, I went today. today to go and buy one. 10% off, isn't it? At LCA today. 10% off. And cashback. And there's cashback. But they didn't have the they silver. They didn't have the silver. And I like the silver. Oh, no, right. I like okay. the silver. Yes, you prefer black. You like the black. Yeah, yeah. you got the black. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll go back and get my X100 again. Couldn't they take the order? Oh, so. this conversation here. Yeah, <laughs> they could take the order and get it to you, surely. You could they, probably, it. they probably could uh, have done, but the then, there was, back there, then there was questions about VAT, VAT and all that. Of course, you've got to go back to Ireland. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, ah, forget about it. The moment's over. Moment's lost gone yeah but um, I think that's the route I'll be going back to I think I don't know XH1 is a nice camera too XH1 is a really nice camera it's a really nice camera um, it is a great camera yeah you should love it those people who have bigger you know there's a lot of people who have all you know wanted to be in the Fuji like the mirrorless system mm. um, but the cameras have always been too small mm. and so for those people who like DSLR size cameras mm. the XH1 fits that for them the thing is, that's, that's very true the thing is for me anyway I always my, my favourite camera was always the X-Pro well, tell me what eye are you are you left or right eye when you hold the camera uh, doesn't know yeah I'm right <laughs> eye too. I, yeah. perfect for that system and I'm left eye 
So actually, the XH1 is actually super super comfortable against the eye. But would they do still. a left hand version? Could you I tell Fuji maybe to do it? <laughs> left hand version. Yeah, yeah. You put the, the, yeah, put the viewfinder on the other side. I think it's weird, isn't it? Because with cameras, it's uh, they do tend to be that yeah, orientation. It's right hand, yeah. Uh, but also, it's. Um, like the eye is more important than the hand you hold it with, right? But mm. all, but all of I like don't the know, grips though, if you were and clicking everything. The shutter with this finger, I would feel it's very strange. Yeah, no, I agree with you totally. Yeah. But if you look at the way the cameras are built, like all of the the, the grip and the, the buttons and everything are all stacked to the right, to which the right. really True. isn't very good for left-handed people. Yeah, um, I'm left-eyed, but I'm right-handed. It's bizarre. What? Yeah, I'm left eye. They got right webbed feet. He's mutant. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have slightly webbed fingers, believe it or not. <laughs> One ring only goes down that far. But yeah, um, well, I must say it's it was great to be here. Yeah, Girl, really, absolutely really brilliant. And, oh, yeah. Thanks for coming. As a as a as a Fuji shooter, I'll ask the one question that must annoy ex wedding er, ex photographers the world over. How do you become an ex wedding photographer? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only messing. Hard work. Hard work. Yeah, it's hard oh, yeah. work. That and spending. Yeah, forget about it. Spending a load of money on cameras. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd say. But um, no, thanks very much, Kevin. No worries, guys. Really, really, really Hopefully, we'll see you next year. And hopefully, we'll keep it going. And the feedback will be good. I can, I can tell already. We'll see you on YouTube. Yeah. See you on your boosted board. On boosted board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? Yeah. What's up? Do you want that? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's very good. Awesome. Um, okay, thanks very much. No worries. No, it's good. Cheers for everything. Okay. Smell that? You gonna sneeze? No. Well, I can smell it. Don't worry. Might sneeze. Might actually sneeze, you know, now you say it. <laughs> so we're, on, we're on our way back, man. Oh. We yes, are. we're on our way back. It was good. We're back in our little Fiat 500. Toot, toot. Driving through these beautiful little. I don't know. What are they called? Are they villages or are they smaller than? Are they? Um, what's the? What's the? What's the one smaller than Hamlet? Hamlets. Are they little hamlets? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're on our way back. Uh, nice finish, I think. Yeah, nice it was. Day. We got a couple of interviews today, and they were. Um, yeah. That was a lovely. It was very interesting. Good talk. Nice way to kind of finish it all off. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed um, it a lot. Yeah. Very much so. Is there anyone you'd like to see? Like, if you were to. If Kevin Mullins was to ask you, Dave, is there anybody you'd like yes, to see? Yes, actually, yes, there well, is. Could you? Okay. I would like to see. Oh, bollocks. I. Is this the way? Yeah. Well, this is what Google Maps is telling us. I would like to see. Um, another Fuji X shooter called Jonas Rask. Jonas Rask is a Fuji X ambassador. And himself and Kevin Mullins <coughs> are the guys that I go to, the blogs that I go to, to read about Fuji gear. Okay. Because they tend to seem to have, you know, good access, obviously, being ambassadors. So I would like, I would definitely like to see Jonas Rask. Yeah. Um, he's a great writer on his blog as well. He's a great writer, and he's a, he's a great street photographer. Yeah. So um, he's a doctor. His profession is actually a doctor. Wow. So he's not a photographer full-time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd really like to see him because one thing that I really did like about this year's, um, you know, conference was I wasn't really aware, other than York Place Studios, I wasn't I wasn't aware really of any of the other f photographers' work. Yeah, me either. Yeah. So I 
and I didn't purposely go out of my way either to check out the photographers before the wedding, before the conference, because I thought I'll just see what I see what they have to give. Yeah, yeah. And I really, I really like pleasantly it, surprised. I was by very them all. pleasantly surprised by them all. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I mean, I think what Kevin did by not having a load of like big name rock star, like well your stereotypical rock star photographers. Yeah. Um, Jonas, would you be quiet in the back seat? I don't care if you didn't get to speak. All right. Sorry. Just be. Jonas, be quiet. Okay. Um, he was a bit disappointed that he couldn't get out and go in and kind of um, yeah uh, go in and speak, but you know he speaks at enough workshops. Oh my god, my sorry about that. This is like being in a, like a NASCAR or something. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. The last time I went this fast, I took off. Oh, will you be doing that later? Um, anyway, yeah. So that's my that's my thoughts on the on the photographer. What about you? Who is there anybody you would like to see? Um. Well, first of all, just on the speakers, I was like, I, I didn't really know many of them either. I was pleasantly surprised by them all, and really liked that there was one non-wedding person there, like yes. Patrick. <clears throat> I did know York Place. I did know of their work. I've seen their work, like, and I admired their work certainly. And um, but everyone else, I, I didn't know as well. Kevin as well, obviously, I knew his work. But um, everyone else, I didn't know. And uh, yeah, there wasn't one presentation you kind of want. Okay this is good like next or anything like that it was no. very interesting to no. watch them all and I think the length of, of time they all got was, was correct like was right you know felt like they got into the meat of their subject and got through it you know but um, is there anyone else I would like to see um, probably like after Usain Jonas Rask yeah definitely I would pay to see him um, and Peter McKinnon off the top of my head it's all you ever say these days um, I don't know Casey Neistat no Jeez. I can see him for free why would I pay to see him true um, my click pays him enough exactly so who would you like to see come up I don't know come up with the goods I'll you, have a, let me think about it you follow loads of photographers you're bound to be able to pick one yeah You know what, actually, I was thinking about somebody I'd re- who I think would be great on stage up there would be our fellow Irish photographer, Brian Masterson. Oh, and definitely. Trish Masterson. Yeah. Brian and Trish, the, we are the masters. I think they would make for a great presentation. Yeah. Just about um, the art of photography or, mm. you know, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, something like that maybe more closer to home. Yeah. That'd be um, good. Further afield. Um... I would like to see um, Dan Winters. I would love to see Dan Winters. I do. He's I'm not aware of Dan Winters. Well, there you go. There's somebody I'd like to see. Uh, what is Dan Winters? Now? He's okay. very kind of it's it's kind of portrait, but it's commercial kind of stuff. Do you know what it's like? It's like Patrick's kind of stuff. Right. Like okay. Patrick's work. Okay. Yeah. Patrick His work is brilliant. Yeah. And I'd like to see Roger Ellsworth, EP Love. I'd like to see oh, him do. God, yeah. I'd like. To, I I actually would like to do like a film workshop with him because I know nothing about film photography. Yeah. So to do something like that would be really cool. But even just to kind of, just to kind of um, images found, images found stuff. His images found stuff is great. No, oh sorry, no, his yeah. EP Love stuff is great. But images yeah. found, Nick Kaiser. Yeah, yeah, he's brilliant. All right. Well, thanks very much for joining us and. Um, be sure to check out all the links in the show notes because there's going to be a lot of links in the show notes to some of the videos we've seen some of the photographers well all the photographers that we've seen and all the photographers we talk to and um, 
Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, big thanks to everybody who we interviewed for taking the time out to chat to us. Absolutely. It was very much appreciated. Yeah, I hope and, we, uh, we could do it again. And maybe uh, talk to more people in the future. Awesome. All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Okay, bye. Yeah.